Welcome back to another PM Excite Q&A Friday episode brought to you by our friends at Inspection Manager who are always looking for ways to make the lives of property managers easier. Now, something I personally love about using Inspection Manager for routine inspections is the e-card. Instead of leaving a business card on the kitchen bench as a way to let your tenants know you've been to the property, which they may or may not find when they get home that night, depending on whether someone puts the groceries or the mail on top of it, um, what you can do with the e-card is that you send them a message directly from the Inspection Manager app to let them know when you've finished your inspection. That way, they aren't left wondering throughout the day if you turned up and when and if there are any issues. Basically, they can get on with their day. If you are a property manager and haven't checked out all the ways Inspection Manager can make your life easier, then I suggest you do so. It's definitely worth taking the time to have a look at their products. Now, today's question comes from a property manager who's feeling frustrated with her vacating tenants. She writes, we are seeing an increasing number of tenants claiming their bond on the day they hand the keys back. It's really causing extra work and I'm worried that we might miss the notification and that they'll get their bond back automatically. How can we stop this from happening? So thanks for reaching out, Amanda. This is one of those things that I see so many property managers get stressed out about and even pretty indignant at times. It's like, how dare they ask for a refund before I say they can? And depending on where you're located, the timeframes to respond if a vacating tenant does claim the bond can be quite short. So I do understand your concern. Agencies really need to be across this. But the reality is tenants who do this, they're not doing anything wrong. It's not illegal. And in fact, it's actually been around for a long time. The increase in, let's just call them early claims, is due to our clients' increased knowledge and awareness and the transparency that's been created around this process. They do this because they can. And personally, if someone was holding several thousand dollars of my money and there was a date that I could get the ball rolling with having it returned to me, I don't think I would be hesitating or waiting for someone else to get things happening. So, What happens when someone makes a claim is that they're actually just getting a head start on the process and then we're having to be reactive, which is the bit we as property managers don't like. It's almost like we're on the back foot right from the start. So Amanda, I've got a couple of suggestions to help you with reducing the number of these early claims on bonds that you're receiving. So first up, double check your process for handling these types of claims. Make sure that the email, that the notification from your bond authority gets sent to, whichever email address it's being sent to, is checked on a daily basis, including if someone's away sick or on leave. And then ensure everyone on the team, including newbies, understands the urgency with which these notifications must be actioned. Because even though our goal is to reduce the number of claims that are occurring, you probably aren't going to ever stop them completely. So your agency needs to be prepared. Ensuring your process is watertight, it's going to give you confidence and it'll also help reduce your stress levels. Secondly, if you're not already doing so, when a tenant provides you with a notice that they are vacating or if you're the one issuing a notice to leave, then I want you to pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. There are a couple of purposes to the phone call and I find it so incredibly frustrating that most property managers don't make this call. The first part or the first reason for calling is to reconnect with that person on a, let's say, personal level. Now, you 
might not have met them and they may not have spoken to anyone, um, you know, from your office since they first moved in. It does happen. So find out why they're moving and or how they feel about being asked to move. And once you understand their emotional state, you'll find it easier to adapt your strategy to suit. Now, you can be reassuring if required. Um, You're going to be able to offer assistance if they need it and also answer any questions that they might have because moving house is pretty stressful on its own. So we want the vacating tenant to know that we're not their enemy, that we're here to help. You can then take them through the next steps, how things are going to look over the next few weeks, uh, particularly if a property is going to be relet, and, and what that process looks like to ensure that there's no delays to their bond being returned to them. Now, most people get out of sorts and, and wound up if they don't know or they're unsure as to what's going to happen next. And remember, these guys, you know, most tenants don't do this all the time. And it's better that they hear it from you personally rather than in a two-page email that they may not read or or might not understand. So that's not to say that you don't send them an email after your conversation outlining what the process is, but the idea is that you talk to them first wherever possible. Even if you're unable to get hold of them, you can leave a message or you can open your vacating email with Um, along the same lines as this, I'm thinking um, you could say, hey, Bill, I tried to catch you on the phone a little earlier today. I'm so sorry I missed you. I hope all is well in your world. We received your notification that you're going to be vacating in a few weeks' time, and I just wanted to check in and make sure you're comfortable with what happens next. I'll send you an email shortly confirming the process, but, Bill, we really want the end of your tenancy to run as smoothly as possible. So if you have any questions, please reach out. I'll talk to you soon. Now, that's super simple. It's easy to do, and it actually that kind of message goes a long way to towards strengthening, I guess, your relationship for that last little bit of the tenancy. And then my third suggestion, Amanda, is to provide your vacating tenant with the date you're actually going to be conducting the final inspection. Now, under most legislation, our tenants are supposed to have the opportunity to attend the exit. Now, some officers do this really well and others don't. And guys, we know when the final inspection is going to happen. So why don't we advise the tenant beforehand? Now, an email or a message a week or so before the keys are due to be returned is probably a really good idea. You can use this message to remind them of where the keys need to be dropped off or left and and when. And you can also advise them when that final inspection will be conducted or is due to be conducted. Now, simply by asking if they would like to attend, that's going to go a long way to providing the vacating tenant with the confidence that you're actually across everything. So be positive and upbeat in your messaging. Use words like speedy return of your bond and smooth transition or simple and as easy as possible, they're the kinds of words that I find are the best way to go. Now, if someone understands what the next steps are in the process, what's required of them and also what you're going to be doing, then they are more likely to leave things in your hands. They're going to trust that you will do the job. They won't try and speed up that process or or feel the need to take matters into their own hands. And of course, some people will lodge an early claim. What's important to remember, though, is that this is not actually a personal attack on you and to not let it get you all stirred up and cranky because 
they can do it, some people will. Okay, that's all you need to think about. Now, I hope you find my suggestions helpful, Amanda. If you guys would like or anyone out there would like to have your question answered on the podcast, you too can go to pmexcite.com and click on the free stuff tab. The bottom of the page, there's a section where you can submit your question or you are most welcome to reach out to us on any of our social platforms. And while you're on the website, if you haven't already done so, be sure to enroll in our mini course about how to get more Google reviews and also how to handle any of those negative ones you might receive. I'll see you next week.